0: You are listening to the Service Business Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Tersh Blissett. So, on today's episode, I'm not actually interviewing anyone, and I'm not having a conversation with anybody but you. I hope you feel special (laughs) today. It's all about you, the listener, our audience. I have not updated anybody lately on the business. We're all busy. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I own an air conditioning company in Savannah, Georgia, and it's extremely hot and extremely busy. So a lot of our listeners either own air conditioning, plumbing, or electrical companies, mainly service-based companies, because that's what our podcast focuses on is service-based businesses. We aim to help new business owners, service managers, and service technicians who are considering becoming new business owners. With that being said, I wanted to give you an update on how Icebound's going. So as you know, in the beginning of this year, Brandon and I joined forces to start a new company, Icebound, HVAC and Refrigeration. Uh, We've had our hiccups. We've had our moments. I've spent money, time, and effort doing things in an effort to kind of try them out for the listening audience. So there are things that I would do differently over the year. Maybe I did them with the goal of letting everyone know exactly what results I should get out of the systems. There's been some that have worked really well, others that did not. And sometimes we've implemented programs that were timed improperly, (laughs) (laughs) like BizPal. The hiring service that we use with Patrick Long, it's a great program. If you haven't used it, if you haven't tried it, give him a call and see what all he's got going on. But when we implemented it, it was right about the time that Facebook was getting a lot of slack about their algorithm. And so (laughs) for the first month, Facebook was in a frantic to, I don't know if it was cover up things or if they were trying to just make things more difficult so it wasn't so easy to find people. And when they did that, it became more difficult for Patrick's program to work. Since then, he's gotten it fixed and he's changed up some things and Facebook's made things more friendly, but they were under heat for a little bit there. And so that made things a little bit more difficult. But after that, we started getting a lot more leads. We brought one person on. They didn't last very long. I think we may have brought another person on using their program but we got several good leads. The problem is that in our area, unless you're hiring outside of the industry, there's some personnel issues. I feel like personality type things with team members here in our area. So there's not a lot of good attitude, basically is what I'm getting to. The guys that we found, our teammates that we found that are really awesome are outside of our industry. We actually just hired a radio DJ He was a radio DJ. Now he's not. Now he works for an air conditioning refrigeration company. (laughs) But he has a great personality. And so we've really kind of tried thinking outside the box when it comes to that kind of stuff. But other programs that we've used, the new flat rate, we tried it out. I had an interview with the founder of the new flat rate software. And if you don't know what the new flat rate software is, it's a menu style pricing software. We do not use it anymore and the reason that we don't use it is because we do so much commercial work that it didn't work for us they're so focused on residential that so when we tried implementing their program for our commercial customers it was really difficult you really need somebody on site to show the menu to and a lot of what we have client-wise are commercial properties where the decision maker is not on site. So it really just didn't make sense. It didn't fit into what we had going on. Now, if we were like a 80, 90% residential company, then I could see a new flat rate really increasing your ticket prices. And as long as your technicians know how to use it. One customer give me some flack about the wording as far as a residential customer goes and That one, it wasn't difficult to deal with as long as you're prepared for that conversation. And basically what it does is the concept of the new flat rate is wonderful. I love the concept. It takes the parts out of the conversation and your service, your customer service, your technician's service skills became what you're selling. You're not selling a part. You're not selling a capacitor anymore. You're selling the fact that your technician's there. He's going to take a look at the entire system and he's going to get you up and going for x y and z dollars so that whole process is really good and if they can figure out what's going on with it on the commercial side then i think that it would be the perfect bundle but i don't know what the solution is for the new flat rate to make it commercial friendly i really haven't even put a whole lot of thought into it because my basket's been so full of other things but with that being said we did start using. A new program. It was recommended in a mastermind group that I'm in. It's called growmyhvac.com with uh, Wendell Bettel. And he's out from up north and they do a lot of oil furnaces. So whenever we did their price book, we had to adjust some of that stuff. We do 90% heat pumps here, but their program is really good. They have a really good idea with recommissioning the air conditioning unit. That's been a problem that Brandon and I both. Have faced in the past where you get a technician or myself or Brandon would go out on site and we were like, man, I'd really like to take a look at the whole entire system. Just make sure there's nothing else going on with the system. Like, yeah, we know the immediate problem is X, Y, and Z, but I wish that I had time to just look over the rest of the system and make sure that there's no other issues with it. With that being said, there's a lot, whenever you're doing your initial diagnostic. That you need to check out more than just the compressor or whatever. If you're electrical, more than just the circuit breaker. Is there something else that's causing an issue with that breaker to cause it to go bad? Do we have loose connections, corroded connections, stuff like that? And that reconnection fee or that service fee at the end is really cool because you're able to go through the entire system and check it over really well to make sure that the system's performing optimum whenever you go to leave. And then whenever someone declines that charge, because that charge is on every ticket, obviously a customer can take that charge off. And if they do, then if an issue happens, again, not the exact same issue, but if a similar issue happens, maybe you're working on the outdoor unit and then there's an issue with the indoor unit and they decline that service, then it's a lot easier to have the conversation about callbacks and how that's not technically a callback. Because had you been able to go in and back the rest of the system, then you could have found that problem and at least presented a solution for that problem. Another great point with the growmyhfac.com is the price point. It's only $50 per month for the service book, and that's your PDF version of it. So you can print it out and also a digital version so you can upload it to your CRM. Of course, we use Service Titan. We were given a Excel spreadsheet as per Service Titan's guidelines and we were able to upload it straight into the program. So it was really nice being able to do that. It's $50 a month. They have other programs where you can do the system, build an HVAC full system and the mini splits the price books. And I think it's only like $79 a month for all three books total together. I mean, that's a really good price point. And then it breaks it down. So if you're questioning how much you should price your books or price your materials at your service parts and everything, you actually go through and you fill out the questionnaire. And Wendell was the guy that actually went through our program with us. And he walked us through and said, your truck payments, account for this much of your parts and then your insurance accounts for this much of it. And it's all in black and white. So it's a lot easier to say no to giving a huge discount to somebody because you know that if you're not charging what you're supposed to be charging, according to this price book, then you're not going to pay your truck payment or your mortgage or whatever, your rent, your lease. It's really nice to be able to see that like there's no questioning there's no guessing games or anything like that when it comes to, am I pricing this right? Am I high? Because Joe blow down the street, he's only charging $79 for a capacitor and I'm charging $185 for a capacitor. Am I overcharging for that? And then when you look at it and you say, okay, no, I'm, I'm buying Amrad and I'm buying American capacitor, which is a little bit more expensive, but it has a lot more quality. And I'm able to stand behind that. And then my warranty with it. I know that my warranty is going to be this much of that price. I know that my truck is going to be about this much of that price. And my overhead expenses are this much, X, Y, and Z. So you have it, there's no question there. So it's really a game changer with confidence as if you're questioning yourself if you're pricing things right. Brandon and I, and a lot of people that I've interviewed and talked to about, we've choked about this, just because the other companies down the street's charging a lot less doesn't mean that they're going to be in business. They can be charging a whole lot less and actively be going out of business. They're basically paying that client or that customer to come to their house. So it's really nice with that program to be able to see the breakdown. So we've hired a couple of new team members. I touched on that briefly when I was talking about BizPal, And then we had to get rid of a couple of other. So we parted ways with a guy here recently. And the biggest thing is, is honesty overcharging our clients. We are doing our best to develop lifelong relationships. So I don't plan on owning this company for 100 years or obviously not 100 years. I'd be 135 years old, but (laughs) I don't plan on owning this company my entire life. Eventually, I would like to sell it, whether it's to my sons or my daughter or whatever. But I want these clients to be happy and I want them to be lifelong clients. And if we have team members who are out for themselves and are just looking out for the numero uno and don't care about the longevity of the client, that's not our teammate. Yeah, they can make us a quick buck. Yeah, we can get a couple of system sales out of them. But is it worth the bad rap? Is it worth the chance that someone else comes in with a second opinion and all it is is a bad capacitor and you're trying to sell them a system or is it worth them putting a tap on a self-contained system and measuring the refrigerant charge and seeing that it's low and then it's a a simple fix. We were going to quote them four or $5,000 to replace the part or the piece of equipment, refrigeration equipment. Just little things like that. They really cost the company a lot of headache and a lot of time and money. At some point, it's better to Part ways, even if you have a friendship with them. Some people I would consider a friend that we've had to part ways just because they don't match the culture that we want, the culture that we desire. So just because you don't have the culture now that you want doesn't mean you can't work towards it. And some of that decision making I did an interview a couple weeks ago with a business broker, Patrick Lang. And we talked a little bit about employees and everything. And one of the things was that you had that guy that you know you need to get rid of, but it's the busy season and you're going to hurt if you get rid of that guy. Well, that's where we were and does hurt. It did hurt. We are struggling in certain areas. We could have been growing. And our goal was to do numbers that were pretty much unheard of. But then as we were growing... I was scared that we were losing our culture and our clientele. They were definitely picking up on it. So we slowed down a little bit to hopefully speed up, (laughs) Uh, as weird as that sounds. We did back up a little bit, but I hope that we took two steps back to make four steps forward. That's our goal anyways. So next thing is that we're looking into some new marketing. Whenever... We came to the new year. I was going to revamp a website create a new website for us. And I never got around to it. All of our marketing was pretty much networking and word of mouth. So our digital marketing was pretty much non-existent. It's been pretty much non-existent. So I spent a good couple of weeks interviewing different marketing people, hearing their take on digital marketing and just marketing in general. And so actually for the next month, the month of August, the entire month is going to be dedicated to marketing. We have, I think, four interviews already in the queue, ready to go. And they're different digital marketers and a couple of paper marketers, really just getting their feedback on how they perceive things, how we can do things as business owners that aren't going to break the bank and see most of the interviews that I did, they were just straight questions that I wanted to ask myself. It was my company and I wanted to know the answers. I want to know how it's going to benefit me. And I hope that that helps you when you listen to help benefit you and see if you find value in their product. And a few of them, I found so much value in their conversation that we had that I'm actually going to start using their products and I'll pass along exactly what I find with their products. Hopefully it's good and I'll let you know so you can use the products too. I'm an open book and that's honestly what I want y'all to know that I want you to understand that it's my goal to be an open book for you so that you know what works best for me and hopefully it would work best for you as well. I look forward to sharing the marketing minute. Maybe that's what I'll call it. (laughs) The episodes for the next month based on marketing and then I'll give you my feedback. Maybe that'll be the last episode of the month my feedback on all of the marketing materials throughout the month. But the last thing that I have on my list here is kind of an important one. I've been in the industry for a while now. Most of you, if you've heard any of our podcasts in the past here lately, Brandon hasn't been on them, but beginning of the year, Brandon was on a lot of the podcasts because we were having a lot of conversations that were recorded and aired on the podcast. But over the past month, Brandon was offered a new career opportunity, and he's decided to take it. So I am in the process of buying out Brandon's half of the company. It's not the ideal time of the year to be doing this (laughs) during the middle of the summer. We should be slinging boxes, getting the boxes out there, changing out air conditioning units, fixing people's broken AC units. We're both focusing on making sure that the company lasts a long time and all the paperwork's done so everything's legal. So Kind of a headache, but it's what it is. I wish Brandon the very, very best. There's no ill feelings between the two of us. We're still best friends. It's rare to leave a partnership and still be able to say that. I don't know if anybody listening is in a partnership or has been in a partnership in the past, but typically exiting a partnership is not a great thing. There's usually some sort of conflict. One person's taking over the other or whatever the case may be. That's not the case here. So, He's going to go on, do bigger and better things, and I wish him the very best, and I think that he's going to be extremely successful with his new career, and I can't wait to hear about everything that he learns with his new career. Of course, I'll keep you up to date, and we'll have him back on the podcast, too. (laughs) Maybe he can have his own podcast, maybe. (laughs) With that being said, I just wanted to give you all an update on how Icebound's doing. I know in the past that I said that I would create a financial overview of the company. And I still plan on doing that. It's not something that I've forgotten. It's just I didn't realize how much effort and energy it was going to take me to do that and to keep it up to date. And it's one of those things where once I started, I don't want to stop. So therefore, I don't want to start it prematurely. I may go back and just do the entire year's financials at the end of this year, beginning of next year, and then at that point can have something consistent. And I know that's not helping the guys that are like, all right, man, I'm trying to open up my business right now. Like I need your information right now. Like what worked, what didn't work. And I'm sorry that it's not out then, but hopefully for the guys that are starting out in the next couple of years, you'll be able to reference that stuff. And I'll be honest with you. I'll be hundred percent open book. There's going to be some months in there that you're like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like you should have made money there. or You shouldn't have made money there. And there's times whenever Brandon and I were investing money in people and the people didn't pan out. So it's a risk that we took. We both have larger hearts than probably we should owning businesses. <laughs> we see the best in people. And so uh, there's several months there that we spent eight, ten thousand $10,000 on people. And those people aren't even with us anymore. We really wanted to invest in their future. It sucks, but I hope that they see that in the future and they appreciate it. And if they don't, then, oh, well, I sleep well at night knowing that we put forth effort to try. But yeah, I haven't forgotten and I won't forget. I'll do something, but I just cannot guarantee you an exact timeline on when that'll happen. One thing that I would love from you, though, is if you could give us a review, five-star review. If you're not going to give us a five-star review, then don't do it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. If it sucked, then let me know just be nice about it (laughs) but yeah just write a review itunes any of your podcast catchers so google play store man there's so many different ones out there now but yeah man i would definitely appreciate any kind of feedback that you'd give not just click the five star but actually type in a few words that really helps out i know with apple with itunes it helps out a ton if you type in your reviews and it stays there for a while and I just found this out I didn't even know this but it's country specific so if you get a bunch of reviews and if you're listening to this in Australia and you see that there's a handful of reviews well there might not be any from Australia and it may be everybody because we do a lot of listening in the Middle East so I'd appreciate a review wherever you are anyways have a wonderful day be safe out there And please feel free to reach out to me if you ever have any questions or need to be connected with someone else. I have no problem making introductions between people that I know and new fans, new followers. Feel free to reach out and pick my brain. I can't always guarantee you that I will respond instantly, especially this time of year, but I love hearing from those who are listening to the podcast. My email address is tersh at bluecollarroots.com. Don't leave the one of the R's off. It looks funky whenever you're looking at it, but there are two R's in bluecollarroots. You can reach out to me there. You can reach out to me on Facebook. We have a Facebook group, although I'm not super active in it because I'll blame it on being busy. We're all really busy this time of year, but Service Business Mastery Podcast, we have a group. And then I'm in most all of the HVAC owners and plumbing owners' pages. And if anything else, you just look me up on Facebook, Tersh T-E-R-S-H-B-L-I-S-S-E-T-T. It's a public profile. Uh, Just add me as a friend or shoot me a message and I can answer it there. I think that's probably my best contact information. (laughs) Feel free to recommend the podcast to a friend. With that being said, have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you again later.